It's a kiki with John and Mick G. Gonna spill all the tea. All my LGBTs, you're in luck. Cause Johnny McGovern is gay as fuck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gay as Fuck. I am Mr. John T. McGovernus, he who is. This is the show where we mix pop culture and dirty gay stuff, just the way it should be, to titillate my interest. I hope everyone had a lovely New Year's. I spent it having a cozy night in with my dog, Cha-Cha, watching absolutely every single movie in the Alien series. (laughs) Nothing like a spaceship full of deathly aliens to really ring in the new year. Mm-hmm. Though we're looking forward for 2024, over on the Patreon, we are looking back. I've been doing a series where we're giving the behind-the-scenes tea and stories behind my classic gay pimp music videos, and this week, we just premiered This Is New York City, Bitch, the East Village mixtape, A Look Back behind the songs where me and adam joseph spill all the tea on the making of that underground faggoty masterpiece if i don't say so myself what songs did i get sent a cease and desist for hmm which artist we worked with to put up a youtube video reading me for filth if you want to hear some of those stories, you can head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash time, and get into all, get into all of all. Ooh, it is cold and rainy here in LA, and you know a big bear like me loves it. So let's cozy up with some tea and get into it. Get into get it. Into it. In the new year, there was only one super gay story that really (laughs) titillated me and amused me to no end. And that was the story of the methy Wilton Manors, Bert and Ernie, caught out there at the airport acting the fools. Yes, I'm talking about the man of do for the girls, do for the girls. Do for Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly's daddies. Now, if you haven't seen this, which if you're listening to this show, I know you have. Two men who were obviously in a couple. Now, we all saw this video. I believe DC Homos posted the video first. And it's a a scene in the airport where uh, a, a couple literally looking like Bert and Ernie because they're wearing matching striped sweaters and one of them is carrying a large Louis Vuitton bag and they're at the airport and they huff away from the American Airlines desk where we're assuming their flight was canceled or they got downgraded from first class to business or whatever it is and the taller bald one the Bert of the group starts to have a freak out while he continues to get um while his husband ernie uh tries to calm him down with the loving thought of their girls 
Shelby and Dolly. Now, of course, without any context, you might have initially thought that the girls were actually girls and maybe their daughters named Shelby and Dolly. But, honey, the gays knew better. <laughs> Immediately, the comment said, I'll bet anything that the girls are two dogs. And guess what? They are. Let's take a listen to the glory of this motherfucking gay ass meltdown in the middle of the airport. The worst place to have a meltdown, especially now with camera phones, honey, because this was captured on so many different angles. You can see the extended scene, the deleted scenes, uh, side angle, top angle. And of course, it's featuring uh, a lady in a wheelchair who's not having it and a little girl that is watching the whole thing seemingly delighted. Remember your girls. You don't, you don't care about the girls? You don't care about the girls? You don't care about the girls? Hello, everybody. Justin. American Airlines. Fuck this over. Sorry. Here we go. Dustin, here. I'm not kidding. You don't care about the girls? So I want to tell you about Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. Remember, I'm going to do it for you. Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. Remember. Remember them. Shelby and Dolly. Remember them. I will. I am. I'm just trying to get home to the girls. Now, once this went viral, of course, the uh, detectives had to go in and do their work. So we did find out that this is a married couple from Florida, 42-year-old Dustin Miller and 40-year-old Anthony Thorne. I've got to say, for 42 and 40, they look terrible. They they really don't look good. Now, of course, they found out where this motherfucker worked. He's an accountant in Fort Lauderdale. And that Shelby and Dolly are two large, long hair poodles. And it turns out what had made them so angry was their flight to Florida was delayed and ultimately canceled. The tall one works as an accountant at Sykes and Company, which... The question is, does he still work there after this? I mean, geez, Louise. The, they were married for nine years. And, of course, they do live in Wilton Manors, which, again, before any information was out, the comment section said, I'm betting one million percent they're from Wilton Manors. And they were. Now, uh, Shelby and Dolly. Uh, <laughs> Shelby and Dolly. Are there two dogs? Now, of course, we're assuming that these are named after not both characters in Steel Magnolias, but from the movie Steel Magnolias, in which Julia Roberts played Shelby and Dolly Parton played another character, Truvy. And but they named the dogs Shelby and Dolly. So we're getting one character name and one real life name. Now, sometimes the audio is a little bad, hard to hear what the guys are saying. So luckily, we have a full transcript of everything that's said, and I will now do a dramatic reading for you. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Remember your girls. Don't you care about your girls? 
I don't give a shit. You don't care about the girls? I don't give a shit. You don't care about the girls? And they fucked us over. You don't care about the girls. Hello, everybody. Dustin. American Airlines fucked us over. Here we go. Dustin, I'm not kidding. You don't care about the girls. So I want to tell you all our story. Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. Remember them? Shelby and Dolly. I'm going to do it for you. He pointed to the lady in a wheelchair. Shelby and Dolly. Remember. Remember them. Shelby and Dolly. Remember them. I will. I am. I'm just trying to get home to the girls. Look, I have the most favorite dogs. Lady in the wheelchair says, go away. Step away. Fuck off, bitch. Fuck off, bitch. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, roses, my favorite. Thank you all. Now, the question people have had is, were these two guys drunk? Were they uh, high? Or were they just a rotted cunt and his long-suffering husband? I mean, that's what we want to know. And look, airports do bring out the worst in people. But these days, honey, you got to keep it under control. Because let me tell you, this will live in infamy on the internet forever. The Shelby and Holly will never die. I mean, these people will die and their obituary will say they were featured in a Twitter video for their airport meltdown. And they leave behind their beloved poodles, Shelby and Dolly. And of course, the detectives of the Daily Mail uh, not only pulled up all their personal information, but before they took down their Facebook, which I'm sure they did post haste, the Daily Mail pulled some of these photos from their fa their Facebook page in their anniversary. I mean, and let's just be real. These guys are the epitome of shitty. Shitty, 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 Wow, we're talking leather bag skin. We're talking ornate couch style blazer. We are talking pointy Givenchy sock shoes, girl. And oh, and I just noticed they're wearing matching blue hoka shoes at the airport. And their sweaters aren't exactly matching, but they're almost matching. One has white stripes with navy, and the other is black and gray stripes. And they even found a picture of Shelby, who is a very curly-haired large poodle. If these two are 40 and 42, I will eat my hat. They look more like 48 and 50. You have highlights. You're wearing Givenchy sock shoes. You have a Christina Aguilera ringtone. Ugh, and even they were, they were even able to pull some horrible quotes from their anniversary tribute. 
Who knew Anthony could turn this hole, just kidding, into a husband? Oh, not hole. <laughs> I was like, why did they have to? Uh, why did they have to make hole have an asterisk in the middle? Who knew that Anthony could turn this hoe into a husband? Miller jokingly posted on his Facebook page in an anniversary tribute to his husband. And then in a separate post, he joked, please pray for my husband. Nothing is wrong with him. He's just married to me and I'm a lot. And you have proven that, good sir. You have proven that you are a lot. Now, we don't know whether they got onto the flight or what happened and what happened to the girls. What happened to the girls? We did find that. Oh, my God. They even found where they live. Records show the pair live in an apartment building in the popular gay neighborhood of, yes, you guessed it, Wilton Manors, Florida. The building features a large pool and their approximately $800,000 apartment has a large balcony. Prior to working as an accountant, Miller worked as the manager of the chain restaurant Longhorn Steakhouse in Greenville, North Carolina, according to his LinkedIn profile, which I'm sure no longer exists either. People have called these guys Cracky Cam and Mitchell from Modern Family, though I prefer Methy Burton Ernie. Wonder, did they know they were being filmed? Like, did they have this freak out and not really register how many people were filming? And then when they finally got home to the girls, they were like, oh, what a rough day. But we made it through, sweetie. Oh, I'm sorry. I was such a bitch. Come here, Dolly. Come here, Shelby. Oh, just sit on daddy's lap. Oh, I'm just going to relax and check out Twitter for a minute. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. What? Well, your whole fucking meltdown is caught on Twitter. Oh, no. They know where you work. They know where we live. Oh, Jesus. Not again. Now, the giant amount of publicity that the, these clips got all over the Internet brought out all the people who had actually dealt with these guys in real life and the shit is not pretty now first and most notably uh a trans only fans performer named austin summers who looks like a very beautiful lady with red hair from her twitter icon uh wrote under the original post backstory time my husband and I lived in the same complex as this couple. One time while at the pool, he asked my husband, why are you still with that it? The it being me. He always made nasty little transphobic comments, but we let it roll off our backs because he was always so fucked up. Interesting. This time went a little too far. We told him and his husband, y'all can't be acting like that and to leave us alone. Girl, he flew off the fucking handle. Only posting a bit below because I text because the full thing is insane. Only posting a little bit, only posting a little bit below because the full thing is insane. Tried to hit Dexter and throw him in the pool. Then proceeded to follow us from the pool to our apartment saying how he was going to kill us, beat our ass, and how we were worthless nobodies. Shit was wild. 
only reason we didn't get his ass evicted is because we felt sorry for his husband. And then she posts a short clip of the tall, bald Bert one saying, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. He loves to tell people, fuck you. Now, do we think Austin Summers meant he was fucked up on alcohol, on drugs? We just don't know. This is a person with a lot of anger issues, obviously. Now, this next uh, come out of the woodwork is really my most favorite and is just something. Um, so this was a post from someone who had sold them something on eBay. I can tell you something about them. The shorter one screamed at me when he bought a brand new. Oh, the shorter one scammed me when he bought a brand new Carrig 2.0 with extras from me on eBay. He said he claimed I sent him an old broken Carrig 1.0, even took a picture of one, probably his own that he was replacing for his eBay case. He was nasty in all of his comments. I saw through the case on eBay. On all of his comments, I saw through the case on eBay. To top it off, he did it on Christmas Eve a few years ago. eBay ended up refunding his money to him, releasing my money to me, and getting to keep the actual one I sent. I was so pissed. I went on social media and did some Nancy Drew-style sleuthing, found him on FB, and had the photos of him and his husband. This is hilariously awesome that I'm getting to see actual karma play out by this making international news. <laughs> now that is that is something. Now the shorter one's awful too. Jeez Louise. What a delightful couple. Let's invite them for dinner. What became of Shelby and Dolly? I guess we'll never know because I'm sure we'll never see these people on social media again. But who knows? Maybe they'll get on Big Brother. Or like, it's just, it's 2024. Anything could happen, sweetie. Anything could happen. So we won't say goodbye to this couple. We'll just say, see you later. <laughs> The Diddy case rolls on, honey, and there's new developments. Now, supposedly, according to detectives on Instagram, Twitter, etc., Cassie's husband convinced Cassie to hand over videotapes, emails, as well as a burner phone supposedly owned by Kim Porter. Yes, Diddy's ex, who was possibly murdered. Now, in these videos, Cassie was apparently very, uh, apparently Cassie was not, apparently it took some convincing to get Cassie to turn over these videos of the freak-off parties because apparently she's getting peed on in the videos and, uh, you know, she didn't want to make herself get all that out there one and like really put herself out there like that. But apparently her lovely husband, her handsome husband, convinced her that she needed to turn it all over to the feds. Now, supposedly in this is evidence of a lot of other prominent people who have been partying with Diddy and the most 
gag worthy of them all is the rumors that one of the people is Bishop T.D. Jakes, who supposedly in emails is referred to as a power bottom by many male escorts who dealt with them. Now, T.D. Jakes is someone who preaches for millions and actually had to kind of address this at his Christmas Eve sermon. He said, Some of you logged in or come in out of concern. Some of you come in to hear what I'm going to say. All of you who expect me to address a lie, you can log off. I will not use this sacred day and this sacred pulpit to address a lie when I have a chance to preach a truth. I will stand straight up, head up, back straight, and preach the unadulterated and fallible word of God. I mean, you would kind of ruin your Christmas Eve mass if you, uh, well, like, and Merry Christmas, everyone. I would like to say I am not a power bottom, and I have never been a power bottom. If I was anything, I'd be a top, because I'm a masculine, masculine man. But if this is true, supposedly more prominent Hollywood people who were doing the dirty with Diddy, supposedly having sex with underage people, prostitutes, and all the rest uh, are going to be pulled into this. Now, there's a lot of rumors that perhaps Tyler Perry is... Uh, there are a lot of rumors that perhaps Tyler Perry is also one of these people. And who knows who else? Supposedly, there is another young man who is separately suing T.D. Jakes for sexually assaulting him when he was, I guess, underage. Now, the story that is being told goes that this young man was abused by T.D. Jakes when he was younger and his family found out, but they were paid off and they accepted the hush money. Now, the young man is a grown adult now who does no longer speak to his family because wouldn't you be kind of pissed if your family accepted the hush money from T.D. Jakes after you were abused? I think you would. And supposedly he has his own suit coming out. And in that, the details were that he was forced to top hungry power bottom T.D. Jakes and play sloppy toppy, as they refer to it in quotes. Have you ever been swallowed up? Have you gone through a time of swallowing where everything was overwhelming? Oh, Mr. Jakes, what would Jesus say? Jesus, drop the chart. Of course, these are all rumors, but they're very juicy and interesting. Now, some of these claims are backed up by who? Of course, Jaguar Wright. Jaguar Wright has been railing on the music industry and the abusers, including Diddy, for years. And before these Diddy allegations from Cassie, people kind of just swept it under the rug or it lived sort of on the kookier end of YouTube. But now that all this is coming out, people are digging up all of Jaguar Wright's old videos. And she 
spells on different people that she saw at those parties, including Medea herself, Tyler Perry. There was other news this week when an actor who's on one of Tyler Perry's series came out and did an Instagram live all about how he was sexually harassed by a billionaire mogul who was the boss of one of his shows and talks about several different times when he felt pressured into sex, when he felt uncomfortable, when he was propositioned. And of course, because this guy is on the Tyler Perry show, everyone immediately thought it was Tyler Perry. But because he didn't say who it was, it is very unclear. Now, later, he did like a tweet where someone said it wasn't Tyler Perry, but that seems like a very dangerous move in general if you're on a Tyler Perry show to come out with these things and then to not say who it is. Unless you're expecting to get a big payment of hush money. And if that's the case, I guess that is the way to go about doing it. Tease all the information, get the check, delete the video, shut it down. It's time for some Britney news. Now, there is a bit of bright news in the world of Britney Spears. Because rumor has it that Britney has enlisted Charlie XCX to write some songs for her for what is going to be a new album. They said on popgrave.com, we've been told that while the two, Charlie XCX and Britney, are yet to meet, Britney gave pointers on what she wants the music to be about. Music Insider said Britney's album is being kept top secret. Work has been going on behind the scenes for quite a while to gather a series of killer songs to bring Britney back with a bang. She is known as one of the biggest pop stars of the 21st century. Thanks for telling us. So there is pressure for the music to be great. No shit. Charlie has a great track record when it comes to writing clever pop songs. She went into the studio early in the year to make some songs using Britney's guidance of what she's after. She came up with a really strong track that's expected to make it on the album, which Britney's team hope will be out in 2024. Wow. As well as t six top 10 hits of her own, Charlie's be known as a prolific songwriter in pop. Honey, if Britney Spears is going to come out with an album, what a delight for us all. That means she'll go back to the video music video sets and get a makeup artist who maybe give her a nicer version of the raccoon eye makeup we're known, she's known for right now. And all that spinning and dancing is going to look a lot better when she's on a big, glamorous music video set. Oh, we just cannot wait for that. Now, in a little darker corner of the Britney-verse, Sam Ascari seemed to be teasing some kind of music career in an Instagram post he posted recently. He shared an Instagram story of himself in a music recording studio. In the post, he's seen wearing sunglasses, having headphones on, and standing right in front of the mic. And he wrote, what's going on here? In his caption. Now, I really hope that Sam Asghari is not thinking that he's going to have a recording career. Has he learned nothing from Kevin Federline? The audience is not going to buy it. I mean, Brittany was still married to Kevin Federline, and people ripped 
Popozao to shreds. So why does he think possibly that anyone would want to hear a Sam Scarry song? Oh my god. I I I'm hoping that this is a podcast. I mean, that would make more sense. I mean, it, it's completely insane for Sam Ascari to think that he's going to come out with music that anyone will like. But a podcast, people might listen for a few weeks to see if he says anything about Britney. Now, Sam also debuted a new physique. Apparently, he lost about 20 pounds and got leaned up ever since his divorce. I mean, he looked great before, but now he's looking really snatched, snatched for the gods. There's one thing divorce is good for. It's having the other people in the, the, having the two sides of the divorce want to look their best and both getting snatched. Over in the land of OnlyFans, the royal couple has broken up. Well, I don't know about royal couple, but certainly a noted couple has broken up. Reno Gold and his uh, doctor ex-boyfriend now dr dunn have broken up and he announced it in a in an instagram announced it in the way that of all breakups must be announced in an instagram reel hey everyone it's austin here and this is how my life has changed after breaking up with reno gold so real quick on the breakup we officially separated last august after being together for almost five years we still talk to each other every now and then and i still really care about him but the relationship just wasn't working anymore it was a mutual decision to separate and we ended things on good terms so i moved out of the house that reno and i were living in together and at about the same time i finished residency and started my online medical practice called health powers and the beauty of this job is that everything is done virtually so i can continue traveling so now i'm going to use this page to show you what life is like as a traveling telemedicine doctor now it seems like it was a good breakup or at least they're trying to make sure it looks like it's a good breakup because reno gold is the most liked comment on this post where he says king fire emoji and then uh, dr dunn writes back thanks for still supporting me heart hope you're doing well and happy new years don't worry guys he can still travel the world thank goodness now i wonder if this means that reno gold would be taking down their duo sex tapes that they posted the only sex tapes, apparently, that Reno Gold ever got penetrated in. Mm-hmm. Yes. It did look like they had a lovely time traveling in the world together, making love on waterfalls and hang gliding off cliffs, eating interesting food in South America. I mean, I guess it was fun while it lasted. And everyone still has a hot body and is rich. So congratulations, everyone. Now, in looking and in, in looking up things about this breakup, which there was just no information on, apparently no, there's no interesting tidbits about this. But I did run across a Pride magazine article on 44 celebrities with OnlyFans accounts to thirst over. And while some of these people are barely celebrities, at least earlier in the list. I was reminded by the about the large amount of RuPaul Drag Race girls who currently have OnlyFans accounts, starting with Blair St. Clair. Why well, do declare? 
And the picture that they are showing here, honey, Blair St. Clair looks like he has a tight little ripped body under there. I mean, I, for, I forgot Blair St. Clair was kind of a cutie. And it's OnlyFans.com slash Boy St. Clair. Now, of course, they say they have no intention of ending their drag career, but they have started an OnlyFans account to go on a journey of loving myself inside and out. And you can join them on that journey for $10 a month. I mean, I am tempted to see what Blair Sinclair has going on on their OnlyFans, to be honest. Now, there were some, of course, that I remembered famously... Sasha Bell and also ran from God, I forget what season, maybe eight or nine, who had a fitness journey and got his body looking good and tight and snatched and seems to be doing quite a lot on OnlyFans. Because in the description, you can look forward to 18 plus triple X adult action. Please feel free to DM me and like comment and tip. Interesting. Sasha Bell, a.k.a. Frisbee Jenkins. Mm-hmm. I would love to see. Uh, how, I wonder how Sasha Bell is doing on OnlyFans. Maybe I'll have to join all their OnlyFans and see what's going on. Who else? Dahlia Sind is on OnlyFans. I, I'm pretty sure I heard Dahlia Sind is giving you Giving you everything on their OnlyFans. Adore Delano has joined OnlyFans. Oh, my goodness. Promising an uncensored content on her OnlyFans, which they describe as an artistic personal exploration of their sexuality. Miss Delano, please. Aja is on OnlyFans. One of my mo one of my favorite drag race queens is on OnlyFans under the name Yaten. And in their description, they write, music and sexuality, life is art. And apparently, if you've seen the Twitter previews, uh, they are not holding back on the sexy content either. Oh, God, and I forgot about this, too. Ari Ariel Versace is on OnlyFans, too. I, this I have seen some clips of, which apparently they do a lot of solo shows and occasionally is joined by friends. I believe that their boyfriend also joins them. Oh, my. Okay. I just clicked through, honey. And yes. Okay. We are giving it. We are doing it all. We are doing it all on the Ariel Versace as a man is doing it all on their page. Wow. Wow. Oh, we're seeing it all. It looks like Ariel Versace has quite a nice body. Well, congratulations to them. Wow. If you look up It's Brian Phillip, that's giving you Ariel Versace uh, man tease. And baby, it's, it's all there. We're talking ass, dick, getting fucked, all the rest. All right. Well, I hope you are making some good money, Ariel Versace. Wow. I never thought I'd see this much of Ariel Versace. My goodness. Where have I been? Okay. Shay is on OnlyFans. But this one seems like it's more like from that time when OnlyFans was trying to court mainstream-ish celebrities to join the platform with non-sexual content. Because what Shay is promising 
is behind the scenes content, photo shoots, videos, and live makeup tutorials, not live whole shows. Plastique Tiara. I'm going down this list and I have just, I'm surprise after surprise. Plastique Tiara joined in September and says, I decided to join OnlyFans because it's a safe space for people of different colors, sexualities, shapes, and sizes to show the world that we are indeed proud and powerful. Okay, this is where we're like, well, what are you offering? Are you just giving male presenting shirtless pics? Because Classic Tiara as a man is quite handsome with a toy body. But yeah, I guess you got to join to find out. You're gonna. Have, this is this is a case for LPSG. You have to see. They'll tell you what's being offered on uh, on on any of these. Oh, and never forget, milk is on here, right? Because there was the famous clip of milk getting fucked by Dante Cole, and then it seemed like a piece of shit was coming onto the dick. The famous shit on the dick video, which oh god, you think you might. Right, one can never forget Milk on OnlyFans because there was that famous video of Milk getting fucked by Dante Cole and him having a little bit of an accident during it. But honey, in anal sex, shit happens. But certainly it's something, another thing for the fans to torment Milk about. Hopefully he's making so much money on OnlyFans that it doesn't matter. I mean, he's got, first of all, Milk is hot. He has a tight body and he has 29,000 likes. So it seems like that might, they never tell you exactly how many fans somebody has, but you can kind of guess by the likes and 29,000 likes is not nothing. How much are they charging? Nine ninety nine a month for milk. I wonder if milk is selling everything in the DMS or whether we're getting it all on the main page. The Vixen is on OnlyFans under the username Tony Untucked. All right. I just came here to fight and jerk off on camera. Now, side note, Gravity Balmain, who used to, who once did the opening credits for Hey Queen and is known from being on the HBO Max show Legendary and is really one of the greatest uh, hands performance queens in the ballroom scene, is also, has been on OnlyFans in a while. He charges $20 a month, but he promises full nudity, actual premium content, not just reposted Instagram and Twitter posts. Interesting. I've definitely checked out his Twitter previews of his uh, things. And again, another person with a hot body. So why not make that money, honey? And serve it cut while doing it. Wow. Who knew? I, I, maybe I'll have to do an investigation. Now, in other OnlyFans news, I have been fascinated and mesmerized by Wyatt Cushman and his uh gay baiting TikToks where he makes muscles, has a boner in his sweatpants, and seems like a uh, 
and seems like a very subby butch bottom in the way he interacts with his off-camera paramours in these videos where they're like, hey, man, do that thing. Hey, bro, you look all bricked up. Hey, bro, can you do a handstand? Hey, bro, I like the view. So I got to admit, he got me, okay? He got me. Now, I joined his OnlyFans to investigate, just for investigation purposes. And, of course, it's a fully in the DMs uh, OnlyFans. So, again, for you, I had to do the investigation. Because, look, he promises in the in the DMs things that seem quite titillating. And, honey, he got me, gal. I said, I must investigate. I must see if these descriptions are what they say they are. Because, for example, here's one. 50% discount of my ass in a bundle, peach emoji. Look at how loudly my ass moaned after eating his huge dick. I miss being fucked like this. I'll give you a discount and would normally be pretty pricey because you're already supporting me for a long time. I'd love for you to join us here for a threesome because that dick will also make me feel amazing. You'll also notice how hairy my asshole is when I spread it. Um, okay. And then there was another one. I mean, there's so many of them. There's another one, which is flash sale. This bundle shows me getting fucked by different men. It's great to be fucked by various men with various dicks. Smiley emoji. Today, I felt generous. Want to bust a load while watching these? Okay. So I did purchase these and to see what we, what we were getting. Okay. And what we are getting is full pantomime. Now, this is fascinating to me. Because these are two dudes with one of them has a heart on at least where they are cramming their dicks against each other's butts because they're naked and they're pantomiming sex with <laughs> moans and groans, which are almost like a troll in themselves. I mean, let's listen. Oh, Uh-huh. He's supposedly shoving it in. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 No one is penetrating anyone in this. But the fact remains, they are naked shoving their dicks against each other fake coming fake pull out um <laughs> now that one i'd say was a little more believable maybe if you wanted to pretend of course you don't see any faces in this you don't see faces when they're pretending to fuck each other uh this one the bundle that shows them getting fucked by different men is almost a troll with the moans and the fake performances of the moaning This is supposedly why getting fucked by, I think, shreds. <laughs> you are hung. Uh. 
I mean, I, I, I've got to think that they're they're trolling us. And we like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Oh, you're huge. <laughs> I mean, it's just not believable. But it, the, the what's fascinating to me is the psychology behind the sessions where all these straight bros get together with their muscle bodies and are like, okay, so who's down to do some fake penetrative sex that we're going to sell as real penetrative sex? Because it's so interesting. This guy now, I did, I, I tried to find any interview with Wyatt Cushman to see if I could get an idea of like what the deal is because these DMs are very like, I love to get fucked. I love gay shit. Oh, I love when a huge cock's in my asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, what? What is what? Who is who is the evil genius behind this? I mean, is Wyatt Cushman who now in this one interview I found that he did on a podcast with another OnlyFans guy. He seems ex like pretty like good natured, sweet, like I live in Arizona, and yeah, I'm really like uh, I have a girlfriend, like she's cool. I'm really like into one person. And they do ask them, they say, like, so what's your journey? You know, what do you define your sexuality as? And they kind of like are like, <laughs> uh, it's everything, man. It's like a journey. And just like the, the, it's the setup for these shoots. And who's writing the text? Who's writing this text? Is, is Wyatt Cushman sitting down to write discounted six minutes of rough gay sex you need to see this insanely fire triple x video our boy boy sex tape where he's fucking the shit out of me as i bottom spreading my hole wide for him to thrust in and out i'm moaning and dirty talking as i take it deep and he even let me fuck him hard after using my hole one of my best bottom and top videos lots of positions and angles now that's 28 dollars. i'm almost tricked into wanting to see what that is surely maybe they pretended better this time uh, the whole thing is just so interesting these that you know we've gone from a place where straight guys like like oh man i'm not gay to now like here they are hot bodied muscle straight guys pretending to penetrate each other and being like oh i love this huge cock oh you're so long for our pleasure <laughs> it's it, it makes me laugh i mean it's like well we gotcha we gotcha <laughs> now you're play acting for us Got some so sexy. Ah, uh, that's how you know it's a troll. That ending moan where someone goes, ah. You know what? Slow clap to standing ovation. I mean, you earned the twenty five dollars you got from me on on that one, bro. <laughs> Are you ready for some old fashioned tea? Vintage as fuck. There was a two old ass gossip stories that I found extremely interesting this week. Now, whenever I can't sleep, there are two books that I find very soothing that I really enjoy to listen to. One is Anna, a biography of Anna Wintour, because I could hear about the intrigue behind the scenes at Vogue magazine 
forever. I mean, I can't get enough. I, I can't get enough of of the shade, the drama, the tea, the the outfits, the intrigue of behind-the-scenes workings at Condé Nast and Vogue. So I love the Anna Wintour audiobook. And, of course, my other soothing pick to go to bed is Andre Leontali, The Chiffon Trenches, which is truly a delight, read by Andre Leontali himself. Now, one thing in my most recent go-to-bed listen, which I hadn't heard this section in a while, was that Andre talks about Karl Lagerfeld because Karl Lagerfeld and Andre Leontali were famously super great friends for many, many years, and then they were not. Now, as Andre says, Karl was famous for cutting people out of his life uh, if once he was done with them. And that did happen with him and Andre Leontali. I mean, for years, when for the people that Karl Lagerfeld liked and enjoyed, Karl Lagerfeld would give them whatever they wanted. Uh, he apparently paid for Anna Piaggi, one of his muses. He paid for her life for 20 years. And then one day said, hmm, you're out. And she had to leave the glamorous life of 20 years that was played for by Karl Lagerfeld and figure out how to make it on her own. Lord. Same thing with Andre Leontali. I mean, when they were when things were good between the two of them, he was flying him to Paris. He was putting up in his mansion. They would spend summers at his summer home and wherever the hell his summer home is. Some are fantastic and fabulous. But when things were not on, they were not on. And I don't think they even spoke before Karl Lagerfeld died. But that's not neither here nor there. The interesting thing is that for many years, people talked about the French model. Baptiste Giabiconi. And his wiki says, Baptiste Giabiconi is a French model singer and muse of Karl Lagerfeld from Marigane, France. For many years, he was the male face of major fashion houses, Chanel, Fendi, and Karl Lagerfeld. Uh, he was very hot. He's only 34 years old now, so he was in his early 20s when he was the muse of Karl Lagerfeld. But the interesting thing is, is that in his book, The Chiffon Trenches, Andre Leontali talks about Baptiste as Karl Lagerfeld's boyfriend, not his muse, not his friend, but his boyfriend, and that Karl Lagerfeld did whatever he had to do to seem interesting and cool to Baptiste and his friends. Now, what that what a relationship that must have been. Karl Lagerfeld with his white hair wig and his fingerless gloves and his shriveled prune body next to this early 20s supermodel who honey the supermodel knew what he was fucking doing because apparently after Karl Lagerfeld died Giabiconi was in his will mm -hmm. that's right so he not only became the face of Fendi Chanel and all the rest but honey he got some of that money in the end and if you ever look up Baptiste, I mean, he is a hot piece, very handsome. And you can see his, his nude pictures are very Googleable. And who took those nude pictures? Karl Lagerfeld. Come over here. I want to suck your dick. Though, uh, here's a whole, another article in 
the Daily Mail, where model Baptiste Giacconi, 30, this is from several years ago, blasts trolls who call him Karl Lagerfeld's whore and says he wouldn't have been named an heir to the designer's $178 million fortune if they'd had sex. Karl Lagerfeld only put seven people in his will. Wow. Speaking of his special bond with Lagerfeld, Giacconi is hit back at people calling him Lagerfeld's whore, saying his friendship with the designer would not have lasted long if they had been lovers. Calling out critics for their horrifying homophobia, he said sex was never a component of his relationship with Lagerfeld. I guarantee you, if I had sex with Carl and had a romantic relationship with him, it would have withered fairly quickly. And just one thing, who names their whore in their will? Mm-hmm. Well, Andre Leontali seemed to think you were his boyfriend and put it quite plainly in the chiffon trenches. Giobacconi says, it's a friendship that had lasted over the years because it was not based on any erotic or ambiguous sexual attachment. There were two pillars. We kept them separated. Work, where we explored a lot of things, a.k.a. nude photos, and our father-son bond. Hmm. You know who else was left in Karl Lagerfeld's will? His cat, Chopet. Mm-hmm. And you know Chopet has been very well taken care of, honey. And don't forget, Chopet hates Kim Kardashian because when they did that Karl Lagerfeld uh, Met Gala, they were trying to get Kim Kardashian to perhaps bring Chopet with her to the Met Gala. You know what, honey? Chopet was not having it. Chopet said, who the fuck is this bitch? Just like her daddy would have wanted. And one last ancient tea honey what we didn't know was that coco chanel outed balenciaga let's get back into the time machine the far back time machine and there's another designer in the mix because according to this is probably from the 50s Givenchy himself, Herbert de Givenchy, wrote that the falling out between Balenciaga and Coco Chanel happened because Coco wanted to take a picture with Balenciaga. And he said he hated taking pictures and he would only take one if it was for her. But she said, no, it's for Women's Wear Daily because Women's Wear Daily head John Fairchild had asked Coco Chanel to get a picture of herself and Balenciaga. Now, Balenciaga apparently hated Women's Wear Daily for whatever reason, whatever slight they had upon there. And he said, no, I definitely will not do that. And so after this happened, do I guess get back at him? Coco Chanel did an interview with Women's Wear Daily for John Fairchild, and she exposed Balenciaga and spoke about his homosexuality and said he did not know anything about women's bodies, which is the reason why he dressed them so badly. Now, Balenciaga did not read English very well. So when this interview came out, he had someone read it to him. And when he heard it, he was in tears. And he took everything Chanel had ever given him and threw it out of the house. But it seems like in 1971, by 1971, when Coco Chanel died, Balenciaga may have forgiven her because he did show up at her funeral. Coco Chanel, how could you? 
I'm a bitch, I'm a boss I'm a bitch and a boss, I'm a shine like glass I'm a bitch, I'm a boss I'm a bitch and a boss, I'm a shine like glass I'm a bitch, I'm a boss well, if you've enjoyed today's show, please write me a nice review. I mean, doing the show is kind of like being in a vacuum. I'm not doing it with anyone else. And if I don't get your reviews, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Are you enjoying it? I, it's hard to say. Thanks to everyone that listens, but please write me a review and make it a nice one, shall you? And of course, if you want to hear more of me, I'm podcasting up to three times a week over at patreon.com slash gayest of all time. Gay, mindless, faggoty fun, okay? We're talking about food and fashion, favorite divas, gay porn, all sorts of topics. Anything that's faggoty, I'm talking about it, baby. So why don't you join me there? Once again, hope everyone's moving into the new year feeling good, looking cute, and feeling cute. And I'll see you next week on another episode of Gay As Fuck. Bye, baby. I'm a bitch and a boss and I shine like glass. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch and a boss and I shine like glass. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch and a boss and I shine like glass. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch and a boss and I shine like glass. Johnny McGovern is gay as fuck. Have you ever been swallowed up? Have you gone through a time of swallowing?